Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Over the next hour, you'll hear what's going on in the sports world from a Christian's perspective. Now, here's your host, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome into Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Great to have you in for one hour of faith, family, and sports. Of course, you can catch us every week right here on Saturday, 8.06 Eastern, 7.06 Central. Streaming on AFR.net, podcast at AFR.net, Sold Out Sports Talk. Of course, uh, if you've had a chance to see, we've got a brand new podcast page up. Really like what uh, everybody's done. Uh, so you can always look there for our latest interviews uh, as we give you every way to listen to this show. Also, for you with iPhone, iPad, Apple products, Droid products, Android, go to uh, AFR Talk app, free app, on uh, wherever you get your applications. AFR Talk free app. And I know I've talked to some of you out there that uh, one of our 150 AM radio stations isn't available where you're at. That's okay. Just get your phone, go to your app store for free. AFR Talk, of course, that stands for American Family Radio. And then you can listen to this show and all the other great programming on American Family anytime that you want. Well, a lot of you are getting awful hot out there. It's, it's the dog days of summer, right? Uh, baseball all-star game behind us this last week. And believe it or not, I watched most of that game. And I was uh, shocked and surprised, of course, to realize that I didn't know a whole lot of the players playing in the game. Of course, you know, you got Trout for the Angels and uh, P- Big Poppy for the Red Sox playing his last season. But a lot of young, young whippersnappers out there, young names. Did I just say the word whippersnappers? I did say that. I don't know why that came to me, but they were young. Uh, so uh, a bright future for Major League Baseball. And, uh, of course, the American League gets the win. Uh, they seem to be uh, having their way with things here the last few years. And uh, as of 12 years ago, uh, that means that the American League champion will have the home field advantage in the World Series, and that says a lot for those Kansas City Royals who broke through and won the series last year uh, as uh, they showed up really big in the All-Star game. So uh, starting the second half of the Major League Baseball season, uh, getting down to the race for the chase in NASCAR. Uh, so we'll have all your stuff. Uh, but probably the biggest event going on right now, Royal Troon, the Open Championship. That's right, the Open Championship in uh, Royal Troon, Scotland going on. And a uh, big story brewing. Uh, we'll set you up for tomorrow's final round. Um, if you're one of those early birds, like many of you are up there, you start the coverage at about 5 in the morning. Uh, the Golf Channel, NBC. Um, great to see Johnny Miller back in action as uh, Fox took the U.S. Open from NBC. And now NBC, of course, uh, has the opportunity to do the Open Championship. So great to hear Johnny back uh, back there. I love Johnny Miller. I think he's the best uh, golf analyst in the business. He does an incredible job. Nick Faldo's great, too. I like him. Uh, but I love watching the Open Championship because it's so interesting. And uh, from a diabolical way, being a what you would call a weekend, maybe 14 handicap golfer, haven't been able to do that a whole lot lately. Many of you out there, weekend recreational golfers. It's the only time that you can tune in where you see world-class, major champions, professional golfers look like us. And when the wind starts blowing and the rain starts going, it's blowing straight straight across and these guys are hitting into the galleries, hitting into these pot bunkers, hitting into six-foot uh, rough, 
you kind of don't feel bad for them. You kind of go, well, now they know what we weekend guys feel like when we're out on the golf course where you don't know where your ball's going and wherever your ball goes, it, it probably won't be good if it's not in the fairway. So I uh, love watching the Open Championship, and uh, what a story, of course. Uh, Phil Mickelson, who probably the most unlikely winner of an Open Championship, he said it himself, uh, you know, with that incredible back nine stretch on Sunday in 2012, he got his uh, Open Championship, and uh, he's in the hunt again. Um, I watched the first couple of rounds. Of course, he had a chance to do something that no other golfer's done in the Open Championship uh, folklore, something that very rarely gets an opportunity to happen. He was putting a 20-foot putt on 18 for a 62. That's right, the best score in Open Championship history, a 63. It's been close to being happening, a 62, but... uh, you know, Nick Price, I think, uh, had a great chance at it, and his his uh, his ball went in and out. Uh, but Mickelson had the ball right on line, about a foot from the cup. It looks like it's right in the middle. And I don't know if I've ever seen a ball in the last inch break from the middle of the hole. It caught the outside lip, spun to the back of the hole, and by that much he missed a 62. Uh, but he turned right around the next morning uh, on Friday, yesterday, and turned around and, and, and kept his lead. He's at 10 under, uh, was coming into to today. And, of course, uh, what a story would be. Uh, Phil Mickelson coming on late and a, a lot of the experts, including Johnny Miller, saying they've never seen him drive the ball as well as he's driving as comfortable as he's been. Um, it was a struggle for Jason Day, the number one golfer in the world. He's been really struggling. Now, Rory McIlroy trying to get his game back in action uh, was playing very well. Uh, Jordan Spieth struggled early on. Um, so some of the biggest names in golf uh, really having a hard time at Royal Troon. And, of course, when the weather got a little bit tough yesterday, uh, you started to see some of the wayward shots and some of the real danger that can happen on a Lynx golf course like Royal Troon, where Thursday the conditions were absolutely perfect, and, um, and they were killing it. No wind, and when there's no wind on those courses, this course I believe is only 7,100 yards, and normally they're used to playing 76 to 7,700 yards. Um, so Zach Johnson, last year's champion, uh, right right in the mix because he has a great short game and uh, and very accurate with his irons. So those kind of guys have a really good chance uh, to win this week. So Dustin Johnson coming off uh, the U.S. Open and coming off the Firestone win, Bridgestone World Championship uh, last week, struggled in his first round to even par in benign conditions. So um, if you're going to be up early, of course, I tape it on TiVo. There's nothing like 10 hours of open golf just to relax, and uh, I've always wanted to go over there. My wife's been there before. We're talking about taking a trip someday. Uh, I'd love to see Scotland, love to see the old course, and um, just it's just so different over there, just absolutely beautiful scenery, and uh, the people are very educated and smart about golf. Um, love to take the sticks over there and tee it up over there. That would be so much fun. So uh, tune in. Of course, at the end of the program, we'll have Roman on Sports. I'll get you set up for your NASCAR weekend, for your – uh, open weekend, um, so much going on. Of course, pre-Olympic stuff still going on, soccer. Um, there was announcements, though. Everybody excited that golf was going to be back in the Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, South America. Uh, but because of concerns over the schedule for the PGA, the Zika virus, some of the unknowns down in uh, South America, uh, guys like Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, uh, Jason Day, and others are will not be playing, uh, although guys like uh, Ricky Fowler, Bubba Watson, 
uh, are going to be going down there. So it'll still be interesting. Uh, Sergio Garcia will be there from Spain. Uh, so golf back in the Olympic Games. Um, we've been talking about some big news that we wanted to announce um, in terms of some, some interesting things coming up. As you know, the Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremonies are coming up uh, here on August 6th, Saturday, August 6th for enshrinement. Uh, very excited for the opportunity. I'd never been to Canton, Ohio, believe it or not, to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And um, we have an incredible opportunity uh, the week of August 4th, 5th, and 6th to cover uh, one of our favorite people. Uh, you remember the movie we did called Faith, Family, and Football, Tony Dungy from his Super Bowl 41 World Championship we always wanted to finish the story, and what better way to finish it than to document Coach Dungy's Hall of Fame induction, uh, along with guys like Brett Favre, the great Kevin Green from the Los Angeles Rams, Pittsburgh Steelers, Marvin Harrison from the Indianapolis Colts, Orlando Pace, great tackle for the Rams, Ken Stabler, the snake from the Oakland Raiders, Dick Stanfill, uh, one of the great Detroit Lions. Uh, so... What a great week it's going to be. Eddie DeBartolo, for owner of the San Francisco 49ers. So we will be there. We'll talk more about that in the coming weeks, uh, but right just a few weeks down the road. When we come back, we'll tell you about our guests coming in. We'll tell you about what's coming up on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Hang in there. Hi, this is Valerie Thompson, seven-time land speed record holder and the queen of speed that goes 217.7 miles per hour. You're listening to Sold Out Sport Talk, your host, Roman Gabriel III. Back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio on a great July weekend here in the studios of AFR, back uh, live with you from Boone, North Carolina, Appalachian Mountains. Uh, and if you don't know where I'm at, uh, just look at the map uh, and find the northwest corner of North Carolina right above us, Virginia, just to the west of us, Tennessee. Uh, so we're really excited. Uh, another great summer up here. We've really enjoyed it, and we've... Uh, been very excited that we could uh, bring this show to you on a weekly basis, Sold Out Sports Talk, Faith, Family, and Sports right here. And um, guest-wise, I've been holding back because we've been waiting on, uh, and we don't get him tonight, uh, we'll have him for you later on, but uh, very interesting guest for you. We always like to get different stories, fun stories, exciting things, but we've got a young man who is one of the best dunkers, that's right, basketball dunkers in the world, and his name's Porter Mayberry. He's only 5'5". Five five. Uh, you probably saw him and were introduced to him on TNT during the playoffs uh, this year in the NBA where uh, they had the basketball uh, set and the uh, rim set up. And um, at 5'5", five five, uh, he put the seven-foot Shaquille O'Neal just outside the basket, took a running start and jumped over Shaquille O'Neal to dunk the basketball on national TV and um, uh, he and some of his other great cohorts that are uh, Chris Staples, Guy Dupay, and um, Jonathan Clark are uh, introducing and launching a contemporary shoe brand called Rizwear at LA Live. Uh, that happened to, uh, will be happening on Saturday. Uh, so we hope to have uh, Porter Mayberry with us. I know he's doing a television show right now, 
And uh, if he can get in at a time with us, we're, we're going to love to have him. If not, we'll reschedule him. I do have something in, uh, something on the uh, back burner that I wanted to share with you if that doesn't happen, so we'll kind of keep that in our back pocket. Um, if you're just listening, welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Um, I, uh, in the last segment, told you about some great news that we have. Uh, Hall of Fame induction, Canton, Ohio, in 2006, and, of course, um, you're going to be shocked because I've been around the NFL all my life. Uh, of course, we've covered the Super Bowl for you here and for 24 years and for the last five years here at American Family Radio on Sold Out Sports Talk. Um, but I was invited um, by the Hall of Fame um, to have the opportunity to come out to uh, the induction ceremonies on Saturday, August 6th, of course, the game on the 7th. And similar to the Super Bowl, they have a week-long activities in Canton, Ohio, where fans come from all over the country to see the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So um, obviously we're going to give you a, a heads-up tour of that as well. Um, m- my partners, uh, Canberra Group, will be there with us in Canton. Um, looks like we're going to do the show from there as well. Uh, so very excited to bring you up close and personal with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, you know, if I was going to go to the first Hall of Fame induction, uh, there's one man that I want to see inducted and enshrined in the Hall of Fame, and he's made a huge difference in the NFL, but more importantly, he's made a huge difference for uh, the Lord. He's made a huge difference with people all over the world, and he's been a difference maker in everything that he's done. Uh, head coach Tony Dungy, former Indianapolis Colts world champion coach, uh, all pro dads you know all about from being on our program and uh, our good friend Darren Gray uh, will be uh, doing the show with me down there. He's going to be there with some uh, events that will be with Joe Gibbs and Tony Dungy and all pro dads there. Uh, there's this incredible uh, yellow jacket, of course, you know about that Hall of Famers get and all the Hall of Famers gather together for that week to celebrate the new class of 2016. And uh, if you haven't heard the class of 2016, boy, it is a big one. Consists of Eddie DeBartolo, former owner of the San Francisco 49ers, four-time world champion. Coach Tony Dungy, quarterback Brett Favre, Super Bowl champion Green Bay Packer quarterback, linebacker defensive end Kevin Green from the Pittsburgh Steelers and the uh, uh, then L.A. Rams, and now L.A. Rams. Wide receiver Marvin Harrison, of course, who caught so many balls from the great Peyton Manning. Tackle Orlando Pace former Ohio State standout, quarterback Ken Stabler, the snake from the Oakland Raiders, and uh, guard Dick Stanfill uh, will get the honors uh, on August 6th, Saturday, for the enshrinement ceremony that will be nationally televised, and we will uh, cover that for you. Have a bunch of stuff for you here on American Family Radio, as well as uh, we'll bring back some video, too, for American Family Association, um, as well as on our uh, social sites and um, different platforms that are available to you. Uh, you'll be able to find me on Roman Gabriel 3, my fan page on Facebook, Twitter at Roman Gabriel 3. Uh, you also can go uh, to our sold-out Facebook page as well as our as well as our Instagram at Roman Gabriel 3 as well. So we will be having a blast out there. I'll see a lot of my old friends. Um, what's really cool about this is, is if you remember fans of this show, when we did this documentary, and we've always made it available to you, called Faith, Family, and Football, Tony Dungy, uh, we covered Coach Dungy for a year. We followed him at Super Bowl Forty One. We followed him post-game. We followed him uh, before the next season. We interviewed many of the standout Colts players and those around Coach Dungy. So what's cool is, is all those players that were in that first documentary are going to be back. 
in Canton, Ohio, for Coach Dungy's enshrinement. So we're going to have the opportunity to catch up with them, kind of a where, where are they now segment, as well as finishing up Tony Dungy's story and then re-releasing uh, this film to the world. Uh, and it's an incredible film. Um, it's, it, it, although it is captured around the NFL and around the Super Bowl and around Canton, Ohio, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which we'll shoot here in a few weeks, uh, Coach Dungy basically talks about the importance of being a strong Christian leader, the importance of being a role model, um, a good father and husband, being a difference maker in your community. And he describes from a biblical perspective what a man is all about. And, of course, um, his good friend and uh, leader over at All Pro Dad, who is what's a national organization to help dads be better dads and equip dads to be everything that they need to be in a society that wants to uh, minimalize fathers and their effect and take away the leadership of what a father is. And basically, if you watch TV today, um, most fathers out there look like bumbling idiots and buffoons. Um, but we all know out here that's not the real world. And um, if you want to go to All Pro Dads, allprodad.com, uh, Darren Gray uh, will be with me at the Super Bowl, and we'll, uh, we'll come to you there with our program, Sold Out Sports Talk, from the Hall of Fame induction uh, here coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'm very excited about this opportunity. I also have never been to Canton, and I can't wait to go to see what that's all about. And um, Mr. Daly and everybody over at the Hall of Fame has been so kind and done such a great job of um, really making this a place that all, all football fans sh- should go uh, if you've never been there. And uh, this is a bucket list for me, so I'm excited about going. And we're glad that we can bring you along for the ride at Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Uh, also, uh, getting ready for Super Bowl 51. You're saying, well, Roman, Super Bowl 51 until February 2017. Uh, but we've got something really special in store this year for you, for our fans, um, something that could reach out to the world and reach out to many, many people, touching them with the gospel message of Jesus Christ through the most important, the biggest sporting event in the world, Super Bowl 51 from Houston, Texas. So we've got some news um, that we're going to be confirming here in the next month, a very exciting event that we're, we're, we're very, very hopeful is going to come together for Super Bowl 51. So um, in most facts, you'd say that we're a long way away from Super Bowl, but um, when it comes to putting together what we'd like to put together, it's fourth quarter time. So just be in prayer for us about that, the Hall of Fame, uh, about our sold-out school program that will be kicking back into action here in late August, early September, just be praying for us uh, that the schools will continue to open up their doors for our 365 character program and alcohol absence program for junior high and high school students. Uh, We go to public schools, at-risk schools, early colleges, private schools, uh, as well as Christian schools um, and targeted schools that are out there um, as well. So um, if you want information on our program, and where your junior high, high school, and college students can go for a 365-day-a-year education that's a lot of fun uh, in life skills, biblical principles, um, equipping young people to prepare for their future. Just go to soldouttv.com. That's soldouttv.com. And check us out, 365 a year. Uh, a lot of cool videos on our Vimeo site there, over 160 of those um, streaming with our Twitter page, at Sold Out Students, Facebook page, at Sold Out, Twitter page, at Sold Out 41, the number. 
So have your teenagers check us out as well as your college students because it's a great place for them to go and to access on their smartphones and on their computers. Uh, also, if you want to check out our faith, family, and sports programming, if you want to check out our new, our website, which we launched uh, about a year ago at Super Bowl, you can check us out at fspn.net. That's faithsportsprogrammingnetwork.net. And we'll have uh, that's what we're talking about for Super Bowl 51 this year. Is something really special for Faith Sports Programming Network and FSPN Faith Family and Football at Super Bowl 51. So uh, make sure you follow us and and check out the the latest news. And we're always updating our social sites every single day. Now, if you want to get in touch with us, or you want to be a part of a team member of of uh, the Sold Out Youth Ministries FSPN Sold Out TV, uh, we need you because we raise our funding uh, individually from corporate grants, uh, businesses, individual donors. It's a 501c3 since 2003, and uh, we're excited to have you on board, many of you out there that have given so gratefully and so uh, so so appreciate your, your gifts to us, and we know that you're a part of our ministry and that every life, every young person that's changed, uh, every person altered by this program and by our television and, and, and different online platforms uh, too. So if you want to send a check to us, you can do it at Sold Out Youth Ministries. It's tax deductible at 215 Boone, B-O-O-N-E, Heights Drive, Suite 304, Boone, North Carolina, 28607. Or go to our website at soldouttv.com. You can give easily and safely with your credit card or PayPal. Just go to soldouttv.com, hit the donate button, and you're on your way. If you have questions, you want to talk to us about any of the opportunities that we visit with you about, just go to 910-431-6483 to our studios and offices here at American Family Radio in Boone, North Carolina. Uh, we'll look forward to visiting. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have our guests for you uh, coming up, Porter Mayberry, uh, dunk champion, when we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Remember, website, soldouttv.com. FSPN, Face Sports Programming Network at fspn.net. Make sure you join your youngsters at a safe, fun place to go for inside sports right here on Sold Out Sports Talk. When we come back, more on your Faith Family and Sports Network, American Family Radio. Roman Gabriel III, we'll see you back in the next. This is Bill Rosensky from PGA Tour Radio and ESPN Radio, and you're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Oh, man, I'd love to be over there with my buddy Bill Rosinski. He's over at Royal Troon. He'll be there to walk the fairways uh, in the final rounds tomorrow at Royal Troon, starting uh, on the Golf Channel NBC uh, for television coverage, uh, probably about 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, And then if you want to listen to Bill, uh, you can go to uh, Golf Channel Radio or DirecTV, some of those specialty stations, um, on radio for uh, Golf Channel, and check out Bill Rosinski covering from the fairway. And can I tell you, you might want to turn your television down and listen to his coverage on golf, on the Golf Channel radio 
uh, as he walks the fairways with usually the best group. And uh, the day that I was in Charlotte for the Wells Fargo, we were walking with Bill and uh, following Ricky Fowler and Roy McElroy uh, on the back nine here when they were here in Charlotte for the Wells Fargo Championship. So um, Bill is a great guy. Uh, always love having him on our show. And um, uh, like I said, wish I could be over there. He's been over there all week covering. And he covers the big events, the U.S. Open, uh, the Open Championship, the PGA Championship, you know, some of the Golf World Championships. Uh, the I think I think he he, he covered last year the uh, I think it was the uh, Match Play Championships too, which is a real big event on the PGA Tour. So always always great the golf coverage uh, on the Golf Channel, uh, on radio, Sirius as well. Uh, welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio and. Um, our good friend Porter Mayberry, who's the five foot five duck championship, ha- has had a problem. He's doing a show called LA Live. Uh, they're introducing their new contemporary uh, shoe called Rizwear. And uh, we're going to get Porter rescheduling him, get him back on. We heard it from his agent in the break. And um, he got carried over. I guess they had some problems with the taping of the television show. So they thought they were going to be able to get with us for the final segment. But um, uh, instead, uh, I always, you know what? I'm like a Boy Scout. I'm almost. I'm always ready. Um, you know, with football season coming up, of course, on August 6th, we'll be at the enshrinement, the opening of the NFL football season, first preseason game. And, of course, believe it or not, after that, in another five or six weeks, it'll be regular season time on the NFL. Um, one of the big news stories is the Los Angeles Rams uh, coming back, uh, those St. Louis Rams moving to Los Angeles, coming back to their old stomping grounds, going to play in the L.A. Coliseum where the Rams played for so many years, so much history with the Olympics. Um, so we're really looking forward to giving you kind of a bird's eye view. Um, I did an interview uh, at Super Bowl 50 with former world champion head coach of the St. Louis Rams, Dick Vermeil, and, of course, former Philadelphia Eagles coach, uh, as well as UCLA Rose Bowl champion head coach. So uh, this is a conversation I had with Coach Vermeil at Super Bowl about several of those subjects, including what he's doing now. Uh, as well as what he's doing, uh, getting ready for the Rams coming to Los Angeles. Uh, so enjoy Dick Vermeil, former world champion head coach, St. Louis Rams. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. Roman Gabriel III here on Media Row, and one of my favorite people in the world is coming on this show. meant so much to myself, my father, our family. Uh, world champion head coach, St. Louis Rams, NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles, UCLA Bruins, uh, go on and on and on. Dick Vermeil, Coach, how are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm doing fabulous. Now, I wish you could be here with us because it's kind of crazy here, but you're doing some business right here in the Napa Valley, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little away from uh, Super Bowl in Santa Clara, but uh, I had wine meetings here with our partners and also with our winemakers this week. So it's been a busy week, and we're flying home tomorrow. Awesome. Tell me, tell me about what's going on with your company. You've been building this for quite a while, and uh, are things starting to pay dividends for you? Yeah, we're starting to learn what we're doing. We're collecting the mistakes we've made, you know, and our wines are getting better. And uh, we're now basically, if we're making 2,500 cases, we're selling 2,500 cases. So, so we're in a proper rhythm and rotation of wines when they should be bottled, wine when they should be sold, you know. And uh, so it's, it's working pretty good right now. Now, I was with one of your partners the other day from CBS who's, who's in, in on this with you, right? Yeah, Trent Green. 
Yeah, Trent's great. I love him. He was awesome with us the other oh, day. Yeah. yeah, well, he's a wonderful human being, a great, great guy. He's a fine player, a great guy, very bright, good-looking guy. He's doing a great job with CBS. How are your grandkids doing, Coach? I know you got plenty of those. Yeah, we all have them. You know, we've got uh, one of them married, and now I think we've got three of them engaged to get married. So wow. uh, it's going real well. We're very, very pleased with our family. We're very fortunate. Now, your three that are getting married, you, you gotta, that's like you got to have a savings account set up for that, right? <laughs> Fortunately, that's not my responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we have children for. <laughs> there you go. Dick Vermeil with us, world champion head coach and a good friend. And Coach, uh, tell me, tell me about what how you feel. Every the buzz here in San Francisco, you know, it's the Super Bowl is all about the Los Angeles Rams coming back to uh, L.A. after fifty years, fifty years of history. Tell me about how you feel about that. Well, I'm happy for the Los Angeles Rams. I'm happy for the Los Angeles Rams community. Uh, I'm disappointed for St. Louis. Yes, St. Louis was very good to me, and those people are wonderful people. And when we were winning, they really supported us well. But I understand the business side of it. You know, Stan Kroenke's a real fine businessman, and I think a real fine team owner. And it's what he had to do to, uh, op- you know, maximize the potential of his franchise. And, you know, obviously it's way overdue. They should have had a team in Los Angeles a long time ago. Coach, give me your recollections. Uh, they're going to play in the Coliseum for the first year. And, of course, there's so much history there. You know, you played there in college, UCLA, and, of course, uh, as the special teams coach for the Rams, and you've been there many times. What is so special about the Coliseum, Coach? Well, first off, there's a history. You know, and I don't know if the younger generations appreciate the history of that story, the Olympic Games and these kind of Olympic trials and the big UFC teams and the UCLA teams. But there's a great history to that place. And I, I don't know how many young people appreciate that, but all of us older in our generation, the late 60s and early 70s or early 80s, they remember the history of that stadium. I think it adds a dynamic, uh, a, a, a dynamic to the whole thing that doesn't exist in these newer stadiums. Coach, uh, being a world champion head coach, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about, you know, you've got two really good football teams. You always love good defense, and, boy, the Broncos have come on on their defensive side. The Panthers have been great all year. I've been watching them in Charlotte. This has been an incredible run for them. Um, Talk about these two talented defenses. Well, I think, you know, I think they're different, but they're both talented. Uh, I see Denver as a lighter, smaller, quicker, attacking-type defense. I see... Carolina being bigger, stronger, more physical, and uh, you know, and I think the strengths balance out. You know, the, the offensive teams are both good. I think Carolina's offense is also very physical. Of course, they got the big quarterback that not only throws the ball extremely well for the big play, that runs for the big play. I mean, the design options, the keepers, and all that kind of stuff. It's a whole new dimension for a defensive team to have defense game day, and it, it's tough. It'll be tough on Denver. Coach Vermeil, the final moments, Philadelphia Eagles, NFC champion, St. Louis Rams, world champion, right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talking. Coach, we're going to miss Peyton Manning, but what a great opportunity, your last game to play for a world championship. And, and, and I know you respect him so much as a player, but I respect him also as what the ambassador he's been for the game. But tell me about your recollections of him and about how you feel about uh, him as a player and a person. Yeah, well, you know, I, I watched him play in college. In fact, I broadcast. Brent Musburger and I broadcast his very last college football game. So I followed his career. I knew his dad. 
your dad and myself, we, we competed against his dad when he was in New Orleans. And he, he beat us, we beat them, but his dad was a great competitor. You know, the whole family has been sort of a, a symbol of, of greatness and what's good about the National Football League. And so I, I'd like to see him go out as a winner, but at the same time, I've got two people on the Carolina staff. Ricky Crow played for me at the Rams yeah. World Championship team, coaches of wide receivers. John Maskell coached the offensive line with Jim Hannafin on our Super Bowl team at the Rams. So, you know, it's hard It's hard to root against them. So, you know, rooting doesn't make any difference anyway. It's who plays well and doesn't turn the ball over and plays smart. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be a very good Super Bowl game. I just don't know if Denver has enough tools offensively to score enough points to beat them. Coach, as always, I really appreciate it. Before I let you go, I just wanted you to, you've been around so long uh, in, in the NFL. You've seen the history of this game. Um, where, where do you think we're at right now as a league this year, as long as you've been around? What, what is it about the league you like, and what, is, what would you like to see happen? Well, first off, I like the opportunity. So many young kids are getting opportunity to do what they like to do and make a great living in doing it. Uh, I think we've got to be careful of over-officiating the game. You know, as you sit and watch the games like I do now, sometimes you're watching the officials more than you the snap of the ball and the, the different thing. Is it a catch? Is it not a catch? Well, let's replay. Let's replay. Let's replay. And there could be a number of commercials which it takes down to bait for all the fees that, that you know, the teams get from national television. It, 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 it interrupts sometimes with the flow of a football game, you know, and the lack of a kickoff return because the ball's been moved up and most of them go out the back of the end zone. I just, I think we got to be careful we don't uh, officiate away and, and make rules in a way that eliminate the things that made the game the great game that it is. Well, as an old special teams coach, I could see that where that would bother you. Yeah, it does bother me a little bit. You know, hey, your dad, you know, you're... Your dad was probably about as tough a quarterback that ever came around. Compared with anybody that was tough, your dad was probably tougher. You know, but, yeah, but he, and they protected him with the rules at that time. You know, not like they protect him today. But I think we just got to be careful of removing the physicalness of the game uh, and overprotecting. I think we should do everything we can to protect the players, but we just got to be careful. Coach, it's always a pleasure. Um, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come up with us on Sold Out Sports Talk. And uh, one of, uh, absolutely, you know, my family, we love you. One of one of my favorite people in the world, and I, and I just the best yeah, thank in your you. family. Best you guys, please extend my best to dad. I will do it, Coach. And uh, good Take luck care. with the wine. Keep it going, right? Bye. Thanks, Coach. This is Ricky Running Waters, Super Bowl champion with the San Francisco 49ers, and you're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio with Roman Gabriel III. My buddy, Ricky Running Waters, Adam Suddeth pulling it out of the hat. 
former San Francisco 49ers world champion, running back, and Notre Dame fighting Irish. And it's always great to see Ricky when we're at the Super Bowl. I hope you enjoyed uh, my interview that we have never played before, believe it or not, um, at least this this portion, uh, with Dick Vermeil, former Philadelphia Eagles head coach, uh, St. Louis Rams Super Bowl champion head coach. And um, what better guy than to uh, celebrate the fact that, uh, well, he has a big history in Los Angeles, was the UCLA Bruins head coach, took took the Bruins to the Rose Bowl, brought the Bruins back to national prominence, and, of course, back then you had to beat the USC Trojans, which were always up in the top five, winning national championships under John McKay earlier on, uh, and then John Robinson. Um also, when my father was with the Rams in 1969, George Allen was the head coach, and Dick Vermeil was hired as the first special teams coach in the NFL. George Allen was always a trailblazer, a guy who had new ideas, uh, and at that time there were no special teams coaches. People didn't, uh, you know, they usually had another coach in position that would coach the kicking game, uh, but George Allen thought the kicking game was uh, just as important as offense and defense, so Dick Vermeil was his first special teams coach. And that's where my father got to know him. And, of course, when the Rams traded uh, my father in a huge blockbuster trade with 10 different players uh, back in 1972 to after the 72 season to the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Dick Vermeil was hired a year later as the coach. And uh, my dad kind of helped start that tradition that turned into the winning Philadelphia Eagles of the uh, late 70s. And, of course, he took that Eagles uh, team to a championship win over the Dallas Cowboys and then to Super Bowl in 1980 against the Oakland Raiders. And um, it was a year later that I graduated from college and ended up uh, having the choice to join either the Philadelphia Eagles or the Oakland Raiders and chose the Oakland Raiders. Um, I thought about going to the Philadelphia Eagles, but my dad was so just removed from the Eagles at that time, and I just – uh, knew that that would be a tough chore to come to Philadelphia and follow my own father. It would have been a great story, I guess, for Philadelphia Press and for Coach Vermeil. I know would have loved to have me there, but uh, I made the decision back then what I thought was the right one to uh, be an Oakland Raider. So uh, you never know where the Lord's going to take you, uh, but uh, I appreciated so much. Uh, probably one of the biggest memories I ever had in my life. Um, of course, I was a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. You know, Harold Carmichael, Dick Vermeil. Ron Jaworski at that time, too. Um, Charlie Young, who was a tight end. Um, uh, Herb Edwards, who's now with the uh, ESPN, a defensive back. John Shaw, who played quarterback for Coach Vermeil at UCLA and was a safety. Uh, but after my senior year, after going to the Oakland Raiders, between um, the first camps, mini camps with the Raiders, and, and two-a-days in the summer and checking into full-go camp, I got a letter uh, where I was asked to join a football camp where all the Philadelphia Eagles were going to be teaching it, and it happened to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I played football at the University of New Mexico. And um, for two days, I had the opportunity to coach in the same camp with guys I had just watched play the Super Bowl a year earlier, Wilbert Montgomery, the great tailback for the Eagles, who's now a coach with the Rams, uh, John Shara, who I mentioned, Harold Carmichael, uh, Craig Morton was there, former quarterback with the Denver Broncos and Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Herm Edwards, who Herm gives my dad credit for helping him to be a professional and kind of being a mentor to him early on when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. So it, it was just an incredible experience to, 
to be a peer of theirs and to learn from them and to do this youth football camp that we did in Albuquerque for two days and uh, such great memories uh, of those guys and um, and just knowing uh, that I had made the transition from being a college football player to had playing my first professional game in the Senior Bowl in 1982 in Mobile, Alabama, and then uh, knowing that I was around guys that I watched growing up that played in championship games and, and that were great NFL players. So um, maybe that gives you a little background into where I come from, uh, obviously a football history. My dad started playing when he was a sophomore. When, when he was a sophomore in college, I was born. And, uh, you know, he was at NC State. And when I graduated high school, it was his final year of playing in the National Football League. So what normal players think is a – average career 2.7 or so years in the NFL he played 18 which was like 50 for you know like a doctor or something like that uh, so I never knew any different my, my dad just played all the time I was growing up he was playing professional football so um, probably not a surprise that I wanted to play professional football and uh, started my football career at the age of nine and um, worked my way up through every every um, every area of football from Pop Warner to to JV football in high school, to varsity, to junior college, to major college, and then had the opportunity myself to play in the National Football League. So um, growing up for me uh, was a dream come true. That's why when I talk to kids through our sold-out program at soldouttv.com and in assemblies and schools, I tell them, you know, if you have a dream, something you want to accomplish, something you desperately want to do, that you have a passion for, um, never give up on that. Um, have a backup plan, which I did when I went to college. I got my degree in uh, speech communications, television broadcasting. Uh, obviously, I use that degree every day in speaking to students at, at school assemblies, in putting together movies like Faith, Family, and Football with my production team and partners. Also, uh, this radio show, being behind the camera, in front of the camera, those are things that I studied, but... Um, uh, my dream came true, and that was uh, a lot of hard work and a, lo a lot of commitment and dedication. And I take those lessons that I learn every single day from that and apply it to my, my, my world now, uh, which is full-time ministry, but having the opportunity to use the airwaves on American Family through television shows, documentaries, online platforms, our sold-out program to reach millions and millions of kids um, across the world with a message of faith, family, and whatever you have a passion for. Um, a relationship with God and how important that is and how important it is to live your life that way. Um, we're going to get you ready, as I promised, for your sports weekend. I uh, hope you're enjoying it already, but we'll get you ready for tomorrow's action. Uh, here we go. This is Roman's Top Picks of the Week. Okay, let's start it out with NASCAR Sprint Cup Series. Only uh, seven races left for the race for the chase. Um, Brad Koslowski's been on fire as he won at Daytona on the second and then last week at Kentucky, so two wins in a row for Brad. Um, this week, New Hampshire Motor Speedway at the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series, New Hampshire. NBCSN will cover all the action tomorrow at 1.30 Eastern time for your NASCAR action. Um, let's get to your standings right now. Been a little bit since we uh, were off last week. Um, here are your standings. Uh, for NASCAR, Brad Kozlowski, because of his two wins in a row, he has four wins now, 
and uh, he is at the number one spot. Last year's defending champion from Joe Gibbs Racing, Kyle Busch, uh, just a few points behind at 521. Then it's Carl Edwards, Jimmy Johnson, of course, looking for that elusive sixth championship. Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch rounds out the top of uh, the, the, the top ten. Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr., Matt Kenseth, and Denny Hamlin are your top ten. They're going to take 12 for the race for the chase. So Tony Stewart, comeback year for him. He's at 11. And then it's Chase Elliott in 12 on the outside looking in. Out with a concussion this week is Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Ryan Newman, Austin Dillon, our friend who we've had on this program, is at number 15. So that's where you're at uh, with your Sprint Cup Series and NASCAR. Golf, of course, tomorrow starting on Golf Channel, NBC Sports. Uh, 6 a.m. tomorrow for the final round at Royal Troon. Can uh, Phil Mickelson get it done, or will it be one of the young guns or somebody from the pack? Always a lot of surprises at the Open. Uh, A lot depends upon the weather. The weather was perfect on Thursday, and since then we've had a little more of what you would call British Open weather with wind and some rain and a little cooler. Uh, So Royal Troon for your final round of your Open Championship. And uh, PGA season going by awful quick is the last major of the PGA Championship coming in just a few weeks. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, of course, if you haven't heard, big NBA news, free agency going on. Many people thought that Kevin Durant uh, of the Oklahoma uh, Oklahoma franchise in NBA, the Thunder, would stay there. Um, many people thought he'd sign worst case a one-year deal and then go on the free agent market. Uh, but the rich keep getting richer. The Golden State Warriors, uh, he has decided to take less money and uh, signed a contract with Golden State. Can you imagine the score that Kevin Durant is along with Curry (laughs) and with the scoring power that the uh, Golden State Warriors have? They might score 140 points. Uh, Then you got Klay Thompson, who's considered to be maybe the best shooter in the NBA along with Durant. So Durant, Thompson, and Stephen Curry. Somehow, uh, Coach Steve Kerr, Stephen Curry, and, you know, the rest of that team that's uh, so team-oriented, so unselfish, convinced Kevin Durant that this is a way for you to win a lot of championships and help us make this uh, one of the great franchises in NBA history. And, of course, coming off a disappointing Game 7 loss where they gave up a 3-1 lead to the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James, um, looks like the Golden State Warriors are, are, are even better off going into next season with a guy like Kevin Durant who can light it up from anywhere, bring size to you as well. So we'll see as uh, more moves happen in the NBA. We'll keep you abreast of that. Also, we ask you again to be in prayer for us as we get ready for the Hall of Fame ceremonies in a couple weeks, August 6th in Canton, Ohio. Tony Dungy will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. We'll do our program from there, it looks like. We'll have more details for you as we go forward. I uh, want to thank our guest, Dick Vermeil, former St. Louis Rams Super Bowl champion quarterback uh, coach. Have a great sports, sports weekend. God bless. Roman Gabriel III on AFR Talk. Podcasts of this program are available at AFR.net. Thanks for listening, and join us again next week for Sold Out Sports Talk. Now I'm a sold-out believer.